didn't have the sniffles until I blew my nose like two seconds ago. And then all of a sudden you have the sniffles again? Yep. We're going to have another episode where I have to edit out <laughs> all the goddamn sniffles. Dude, you motherfucker. I don't know how. Yeah, maybe not. I'm, I'm hoping. I'm, we're already recording. So. last time. Whoa, we're recording. We're recording. We're recording. We're recording. Oh, look at that. <sighs> yeah. How, how's, how's your, good morning, by the way. Good morning. Good morning to you. It is Sunday morning. I don't give a shit about the date. We are, we've decided we're going to start Today recording on... Today is the 20th. It's the 20th, is it really? The day of our Lord, the Flying Spaghetti Monster, the and flying. Mosey the Pirate. <laughs> yes, it is. And Praise be his name. Praise be, praise be. <laughs> we've decided we're going to start recording on Sunday mornings, and then have everything edited and uploaded by Wednesday at 5 a.m. Sweet Dweller Archives, in your ear. Mm. Last episode was... I, we've actually got a lot of positive feedback from the Smiley Face Killers, but me and Colton... We were dead. We were dead as fuck. It was awful. We were struggling. We were both sick. Both times were recorded. Then the... Oh, I'm, I'm going to bleep out oh, the company oh, that we use oh. because we were technically affiliated with them. Fucked our audio up. And it, it was just a shit show. But we did. I did enjoy doing the research, and I am finally happy that we can move on to lighter topics instead of uh, me reading about teenagers or young adults being murdered and dumped in the fucking creek. Uh, outside of that, we have some news. We do. You want to you wanna tell them what happened? What happened? We got our first fan mail, you jackass. <laughs> It wasn't our first. This was our second. It was it was the second, but it was like in depth. Like they they found it a certain way, and it's wonderful. It, 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 we're gonna get into how they found it, and I'm gonna explain myself and also defend myself. But Ooh. we are the Dweller Archives. My name is Aiden. Who are you? I'm Father Colton. Your Father Colton. I put Father Head. I couldn't think of Father. <laughs> we we used to be like I am, you know, a Father Shit Show today. I'm just I'm just saying I'm Aiden. It's you are Father Aiden. I'm I'm just Aiden. Okay. I'm no, just Aiden, God guys. damn it, you are Father. You can Aiden. be Father. I I don't know, man. I I got a certificate. You can't unordain yourself, sir. Hey, I got I'm ordained. I got a certificate in being a Wiccan, uh, which was like fifteen dollars. Um, metaphysical uh, doctorate degree. Uh, you just go online, pay fifteen dollars. I'm a Pokemon master trainer. Ooh. I took that so I can actually go and you know go to like Pokemon tournaments and like be the, the fucking trainer, dude. It was a really easy certificate. That one cost like thirty, forty bucks. I got cer- certified in a bunch of shit. I also got ordained in a duteology. Some. Same. Uh, or no, dudism. Is it dudism? dudism. It's dudism. dudism. Yeah. And then I got a doctorate in dudism. Yeah. Once again, $15. If you haven't noticed, it, it only takes $15 to get a degree on the internet. It's very nice. But Big I, fan. you know what? I'm Aiden the Dude. That's what I am today. I'm Aiden the Dude. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And you guys are, you guys are listening to the Sweet Nothings at the Dweller Archives, but shout out to Land because he is the second person to email us 
And we have the, the fan mail right here. We're going to go ahead and read it. Okay? You want to read it or me? I'll let you read it. Okay. Hey, guys. Wait, do, we didn't get permission to read this out loud. Well, I mean, you didn't get permission to say his name. You just fucking did it. Okay, I'll bleep out his name. <laughs> my bad, dog. Uh, my name is Blank. I recently started listening to your podcast after one of you linked it after a porn bot sent out a group message to my number that went to her cam site. When I saw that, I thought it was a funny way to promote your podcast. <laughs> my bad, y'all. <laughs> so I decided to give it a listen, and the first episode I put on was the sleep paralysis episode. I wanted to share my personal experiences with sleep paralysis since I have it frequently. I've had SP since I was a kid, but I would only have it once, maybe twice a year. Now, I get it monthly since I turned 21 back in April. What I've been experiencing is something that I think is horrifying. You two talk about the hat man. However, I see someone I call fingers. (laughs) It's just fucking horrifying right there. He fits almost the same description as the hat man. Tall, red eyes, all black, like a shadow person. However, he isn't wearing a hat. When I wake up, I see him in the corner of my room just staring at me. I'm unable to move, and I feel almost like I am tied down by rope and not in a good way. As an openly gay man since I was 18, I know what the good way feels like. (laughs) But when I lock eyes with him, he practically teleports right next to me. He raises his hands, and and I see those giant fingers. They are almost three times as long as a normal person's. He grabs me and shakes me, but not shakes my body. He shakes my intestines all while staring at me, not blinking. It feels like he's pulling sometimes, almost trying to rip me to shreds. A few times, he gets real close, and I can feel the heat from his breath on my face. However, he is still all black, no face, just darkness. Then I wake up and play World of Warcraft until the sun comes up because there is no fucking way I'm going back to sleep. Really enjoy your podcast, guys. Happy I found it in the early stages, and I can't wait to see you guys go. Guys go. Okay, I don't know where we're going, but appreciate it, man. We are going. We're going. Please get stuff up every week or every other week so I can have something to listen to while I work my shitty ass job. What do you do, bro? What's your shitty ass job? Also, I am also from Georgia and I really love an episode about Lake Lanier and how haunted as fuck that place is. I refuse to get in the water after everything that I heard. Can't wait for the next episode. Insert name here. Well, that's fucking like horrifying. Name here. Yeah, I'm not gonna say his name. I didn't get. Just I bleep it out. You said his name at the beginning. Okay, I'll fucking bleep it out. <laughs> Shit. Bleep it out again. Well, God damn it. Well, if you're hearing this, you obviously know it's you, and we bleeped out your name. We will do an episode on Lake Lanier. It's probably gonna be a two-parter um, because it is haunted as fuck, and we. I want to do an episode dedicated to the history, and the second episode dedicated to personal experiences and shit. I think that'd be fucking crazy. It and going into your sleep paralysis since you turned twenty-one, if you think back to that episode, I mean, have you been drinking more? Didn't doesn't that cause more sleep paralysis? It Wasn't can. it drinking? Yeah, drinking. Yeah, drinking helps it. Yeah. So, wait, helps it? I thought it makes like it worse. This- that's what I mean. Like you know, that doesn't help. No, that's not it. helping, dude. It is if you're trying to get it. And uh, the last time I had sleep paralysis, I, I got you beat, buddy. I got you beat. Um, I was Do laying. You? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was laying in bed, right next to my beautiful fiance. Um, there was a feeling in the room. I woke up, couldn't move. I looked to my right. There was Billy Ray Cyrus. 
How you guys be with Billy Ray? Now listen, Billy Ray Cyrus next to me, and he started waving his hillbilly hands over me, and spiders started to fall on me, and I could not move. I How was seven and beat. Pissing myself in front and shitting myself in the back. It was fucking horrifying. And the spiders were crawling through his beard and his hair. That was fucking scary. So this is I, I not got more you, horrifying. I got you is. beat, man. I got you fucking. No, out. you don't. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I do. This no. is nothing more scary than waking up to Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> but thank you so much for emailing in. And also, I do want to go over a fan theory. Well, Ooh. I guess not a fan theory. They they message you. They did. Yeah, you want to read it? No. Okay, well, I'm going to read it. Fuck it. You know, we're here for time, dog. Going back to the previous episode of the Smiley Face Killers, someone wrote to... Uh, God damn it. Oh, I couldn't think of your name for a second. You're my best friend. Oh, great. Thanks for forgetting my fucking name. Someone wrote to Colton saying, dude, hear me out. So I just listened to the new episode of the podcast about the Smiley Face Killers, and it got me thinking about the Chris Jenkins episode. The suspect in that one was the off-duty cop. What if all the Smiley Face Killers are cops, and that's why no one ever looked into it, and it's ruled an accidental death? And it's ruled accidental. The cops would have access to the roofies to the drug to drug them and if you're out wandering drunk at night you'll feel safe getting to a cop car without a fight and they give you water to sober you up and that's how you get drugged boom mic drop that's actually something i could see this yeah i cannot believe i didn't fucking think of i cannot believe i didn't think of that so shout out to that dude i'm not going to say their name because i just i don't know if we have we've we've never had to ask permission so i don't want to i don't want to tip on i don't piss anybody off so those are the, I guess, listener submissions. I don't know what we're going to call it. Dweller talks, dweller tells. I don't, we'll figure it out. IDK. IDK. I have wow. some news. Okay. What's your news? I have some news. Go ahead. I got my, my cum filled donut finally. The Boston cream filled or the Bavarian my cream Boston, filled? My Boston cream cum filled donut. Delicious. I finally, because I went to Duncan. Yeah. They didn't have the fucking donut. I was very upset. I was just like, you know, sometimes you just want a cream pie donut. So, guys, if you don't know, this sometimes is something we've talked about for two fucking days straight now. But um, I got it yesterday. I got my, my cream pie donut yesterday. Oh, good for you. And you need to wonderful. get Bulvarian. You need to get Bulvarian cream filled, not Boston well, cream filled. I don't think Duncan has that. Well, you need to find a fucking donut shop that has Bulvarian cream filled donuts. See, but I don't even like donuts that much. Like, then why the, the time, fuck I'm are like, you getting a donut? Every now and then I get the urge. I'm like, hey. I want a donut. And it's like, all right, where do we go to get donuts? Let's go to Dunkin'. It's close. You do love Dunkin'. You love Dunkin', though. Yeah, but I like their coffee. I do like their coffee, but, like, every time you come over to my apartment, coffee. like, my last apartment, you'd always bring over a croissant. Because it was right there. A croissant. It was right at your apartment. Cheese and, ba- and bacon, and you're like, here's a croissant. And you yeah, just... You yeah, so you do love Duncan. I feel like you get it was more right donuts. There. No, I feel like you're horseshit. It was dude. literally dude, fuck two you. minutes from your old. You apartment. get donuts, and you're lying. I do not. You I get not. see. I don't believe you. So today no, we are. I don't fuck you. you. Let's get into the episode. We are eleven minutes so in. We're eleven minutes in. We haven't even talked about the subject today. We're getting into lighter subjects again. We we're are. Getting, we're getting into cryptids again. We are. Because I can't fucking handle reading about murder. For another month. Murder. Murder. So I did yeah, the research on this episode. and everything. Yeah, dude, because I'm, I'm, I'm feeling so, better. I'm so proud of you. I'm just feeling better, man. And we're going to be covering melon heads today. 
an insult my dad liked to throw around towards me and my brothers a shitload growing up. And I had no idea it was a cryptid until like two years ago. So today, recovering melon heads. Are you ready? I is ready. And we're going to get into it right after. You don't want to do first it? Cold there it is. Okay. <laughs> Just now that. learning you can mute your mic. I've never actually looked at this thing. Are you shitting me? Why would I look at Soundtrap? You've I know never, how to hang up. No, you've never looked at your rig before. I know how to hang up. I know how to join. You, you fucking baffle me, dude. <laughs> I don't know how you make it day to day. I really don't. Well, I mean, if it's something I don't mess with, I don't worry about it. Okay. So, as we said before the ad, today we'll be covering melon heads. And I don't know if you've ever heard about this cryptid or not, but I fucking love it. And it makes me very happy. Happy, Doesn't happy. I mean, home. it does have, this story does have murder and conspiracy. I mean, this wouldn't be a Dweller Archives episode if there, like one person didn't die, right? That's a good point. Yeah, well, or, horny cryptids, they wouldn't die. They, their souls died. All right. Horny Let's, aliens, they didn't die. All right, ghosts. so uh, the, today's episode. <laughs> what? Horny ghosts, they didn't die. All right, well, just, God damn it, dude, you just <laughs> ruined my fucking vibe. You're welcome. So these creatures that are known all around the United States and some other parts of the world, I did go into, um, I started listening to other podcasts and doing research and pulling up articles and stuff like that and other podcasts that i've heard no one has really talked about the direct origins they all say oh no it came from here no it came from here and those all stateside but there's actually a story who a story that dates back to a long ass time ago in a town called kickapoo now as long ass time ago and we're gonna cover that they live a humble family religious through and through (gasps) oh We're not going to sing Kickapoo right now. We're not going to do that. I don't want to get sued by Jack Black. You know what? Actually, I do want to get sued by Jack Black, so I can just shake his hand like, you won, sir. You've won the internet. Done. All right, are you good? I'm done. I'm done. But the stories that originate in the United States... A he did God sing. damn it, dude. <laughs> okay, I'm done. So I'm the done. stories that originate in the United States are mainly up north to the Midwest. I've heard of these growing up, like I said earlier, because my dad would use this as an insult to me and my brothers if we did something stupid. Is that offensive? Yes. Does my dad give a shit? Hard no. no. Hard no. My dad has never really given a shit about offending anyone ever in his life. He's a good man. Very good man. But he will be a dick for fun. Oh, I know where you get it from then. Yeah. It's it's genetic. (laughs) So melon heads is the name given to the legendary beings that live in the forest of Michigan, Connecticut, Michigan, Michigan, Connecticut, and Ohio, or Ohio. What the fuck was that? <laughs> I don't know, dude. Uh, different different variations of the legend attribute different origins. These creatures are said to appear remotely to humans with bulbous melon-like heads, and all these stories. The cryptids started out as children with, I don't know how to pronounce this correctly. Hydrocephalus? Hydrocephalus. It's like a 
and honestly sounds like water herpes. Uh, <laughs> but hydro, it is. It's water herpes from now hydrocephalus. on. Hydrocephalus. This condition in which is an accumulation of cerebral fluid occurs within the brain. Because of all this fluid in the noggin, it may cause some serious pressure in the skull. People that suffer from this condition have intense headaches, double vision, poor balance, personality changes, mental impairment, constant vomiting, sleeplessness, seizures, and downward pointed eyes. So now you got the gist of what this is. We're going to go ahead. Hydrocephalus. Hydrocephalus. That is something you get when you do the naughty, naughty, the furry nighttime things. The dirty, dirty. The dirty, dirty. With a mermaid that's been around. So make sure you always, if you're doing the naughty, naughty, make sure your partner gets checked. Especially if it's a mermaid. You could end up with hydrocephalus and then become a melon head. That honestly sounds like the worst fucking thing. (laughs) 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 Like, your dick won't fall off, but your head will sure shit swell. Make sure your mermaid partner gets checked. But because of Ohio... Like we said in the previous episode, we are now stating our sources inside the episode and not just in Discord. But I am going to take a moment and pause to say, join the fucking Discord. Join the community. Get um, involved. All right. I'm going to take a moment to say, go fuck yourself. I'm fuck not you. putting my uh, stuff in the episode. <laughs> fuck you. I'm putting, uh, you know what? We're going to do a short, short list. I'm not going to say exactly. All right. Everything else we will be in the Discord. We will type it in the post. On wherever this goes. Most of the stuff came from Wikipedia. Uh, Cryptid. Cryptopedia. It's like Cryptid Wikipedia. And most of the personal experiences were attached to the Cryptopedia. You think they Um, have melon heads in zoology? Zoology? Is that the card game? Dude, I wonder if they do. I feel like there's a good question. A Metazoo. Metazoo. That's it. You know, I saw them at Target. They're getting bigger. Oh yeah, they are getting bigger. Yeah, dude, I, I saw. I still have like, two packs that are just sitting here. I um, I thought about getting a pack when I was at Target, and I was like, man, I, re- I really want to get that and like open it because the Mothman is still worth forty five thousand dollars if you pull a Mothman. Nice. Yeah. So, by the way, guys, you should go start collecting Metazoo. Fuck, fuck Pokemon cards. Get Metazoo. I would. If you say like that. the spooky shit. All right. I is a fan of Pokemon. But yeah, the rest of the. Sources will be in the Discord. Join it. Uh, we're going to start doing more shit in there. Definitely give it a peep. But going back, this condition usually happens during childbirth, but can indeed happen later in life. Now, it isn't extremely common, but out of every 1,000 newborns, one or two are bound to have it. As the world is developing, rates of this are actually getting higher. There are several types of this condition, but the most common kind is normal pressure. There's four types, by the way. There's four types, but normal pressure is the normal... Normal pressure. Normal pressure. Is the normal type of hydrocephalus. We're saying that wrong. I know we're saying that wrong, but fuck it. It's stuck now. Hydrocephalus. Hydrocephalus. Water AIDS. (laughs) And five out of 100,000 people have it. These are adults, by the way. However, this condition dates back to 2,000 years, and we are just now learning how to treat it. I know you're not here for a lesson in this condition. I am personally... I, I enjoy understanding the medical side 
to like, let's say cryptids, like let's say, hey, um, werewolves. The idea of werewolves could be a form of like that lycanthropy disease where they just get really hairy. Like I, I enjoy trying to connect it to like medical science or science in general. So to me, that's important. But I know you guys aren't here for that. I just wanted to give these base facts before we move on to this cryptid. Uh, there's so much into this disorder. We can have an entire podcast just on, not an episode, like an entire podcast, taking one, fuck, two, three, four, five, six episodes based after the medical and the history side of this. But once again, we are a spooky podcast, not a smart podcast. Where does the lore start? I know I said that it originated, right now it's kind of circling around the United States, but it originated in Europe. For example... A large family of melonheads supposedly once lived in Bovinia, Germany in the mid-19th century. An inbred family of melonheads, known as Weebleheads, were said to live outside of Risbury, England around 1900. According to another theory, the term melonhead may stem from a Melungian, which describes mixed-race people in the Appalachia. They had an ancestry of European outcasts, freed slaves, and Native Americans, and they kept to themselves. So the term um, could actually just mean outcast, everything like that. However, the first documented cases of the cryptid is, goes back to fucking Germany way back in the day. But now the first three locations we're getting into today that are in the United States, the first one is Michigan, Michigan. The melon heads of felt Michigan. Michigan. But before we get into it, just know that almost all these stories are the exact same. From there, we will get into some personal experiences we found on the interwebs. So, Felt Meshigan. The story goes a little something like this. Long ago, there was a hospital that was treating children suffering from water on the brain. Water herpes. A condition called hydrocephalic that causes large, swelled heads due to lack of funding. The hospital shut down, and the children had nowhere to go but into the woods to survive. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. Sounds like a horror movie. Yeah. The term melonhead supposedly came from students at the old semi- seminary. 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 seminary which is now the Felt Mansion in Holland. Evidently, the name was coined to describe the smart kids and somehow got all twisted and tied in with the hydrophilic forest-living children. Over the decades, they have also been called the Wobbleheads. You know how fucked up it'd be if we, like, one day... Got into like merch and shit, and then our bobbleheads were melonheads. We should do that. We I should want to make a bobblehead called a melonhead. Yeah, or a wobbleheads. 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 It'll be great. Yeah. As for the backstory, it's said that the children all lived in the mansion at one time and suffered abuse at the hands of their doctor. Having tolerated enough, the children murdered. The doctor and proceeded to dismember his corpse. That's a little much. Yep. 
they figured it would be easier to hide small pieces of the body rather than a whole one. So they got rid of the parts by throwing, hiding, and burying them throughout the mansion grounds. That shit is haunted as fuck now. Yes, it is. If I've learned anything from Supernatural, no, that's no, a real really, bad that place idea. is haunted okay. as fuck. Haunted as I can balls, see why. Dude. Afterwards, they left the mansion and began dwelling, just like us, in underground caves. But us, it's more like our mom's basement. Yeah. That were left over from an old abandoned zoo. That would actually be kind of cool. Yeah, it would be kind of fucking dope. Just living in an abandoned zoo. I would love that. You'd find me in the, in the lion pit. I'm just kidding. I'd be there with the gerbils. <laughs> After trespassing on the grounds, a group of thrill-seeking teenagers claimed they saw ghosts of some of the children and shadows that depicted the murder, murder. and dismemberment of the doctor. Could you imagine? It's like Casper the Friendly Ghost, but he's like ripping someone to shreds. <laughs> It's not the friend. It's, like it's Casper, the pretty like, pissed oh. off ghost. Oh, oh, he's not so friendly anymore. No, no, he's not. You know why? Because got he got water aids. That's why he's angry. <laughs> the felt mansion is believed to be haunted to this day, and others have sworn they have seen these strange children in the woods. They say if you turn your car headlights on and off a few times. You might experience a sighting or something else. Ooh. What do you mean something else? I don't know. What the like, fuck are you seeing? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I can't, I can't tell you. I do want to go to these like places one day. I would really love that. I think that would be super fucking dope. I am dead. We just go. We just go one day and experience But the we're going mansion. strapped. No, yeah, I'm not. Dude, I'm going there with the glizzy. I'm not, we are I'm not, not going with nothing. Yeah, I'm not walking in there empty-handed. The melon heads of Connecticut are practically everywhere. They supposedly lived on the outskirts of Monroe, Stratford, Seymour, Weston, Easton, Oxford, Southbury, Fairfield, New Haven, and Trumbull. New That's Haven found out is also called Gunwave in New Haven. Oh, I like this. Yeah. So like don't fuck we'll around in New there. Haven. Maybe we can move there. We'll fit right in. I don't think we want to. <laughs> One theory claims they came from a family accused of witchcraft. Say, I need like this shit, dude. This gets right in your alley. And banished into the wilderness where they survived and inbred. That means fucked each other. They're family fuckers. Family fuckers. Through centuries of inbreeding. They mutated into melon heads. It's like hills have eyes, but in the woods. So it's like the, the woods have eyes. The woods have eyes. Yes, they do. But that would make sense because there's animals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I fucking guess. <laughs> yeah. 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 According to another theory, the melon heads escaped from Fairfield Hills Hospital, a now abandoned mental institution or Garner Correctional Institute which specializes in inmates with mental health problems. Both are in Newton, Connecticut. A variation on that theme was or a variation on that theme has the melon heads escaping from an un, 
an unnamed, 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 unnamed. You fucking idiot. Named. I couldn't really read the second in for some reason. There, it's very difficult. Very difficult. I just had my coffee. Give me a minute here. I'm tr- I, man, I just had an I've been unnamed since mental dude. institution in the 1960s. The building supposedly burned. Some of the inmates escaped and turned to cannibalism. Which caused their heads to swell. <gasps> See, all right. Wendigos? That's right. So I never heard of a Wendigo with a swollen head. Maybe that's because they're stupid. But the downward facing eyes? Oh. Well, we, if we're going to go, you know, one day we are going to touch in a little bit of a, what was that? The Donner Party and how the Donner Parties, uh, Donner Party children. And people that survived it kind of reflected some Wendigo shit. They had oh. downward face and eyes. Their skin got pale. Head changed a little bit. Maybe. It'd be that way sometimes. Maybe. This is just what happens when the Wendigo gets water herpes. <laughs> this is why you get your mermaid partners checked. Similar melon head stories also service in Ohio and Michigan. Michigan. An evil Dr. Crow supposedly conducted experiments on orphans in Kirtland, Ohio. Once part of Connecticut. Look at that. Yeah. The children escaped, burned down the orphanage, and retreated into the woods. Into the woods. Into the woods. That was the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. What movie is that? You know that? Into the Woods. What's the Into the Woods? It's an awful musical. It's, it is awful. Oh, dude, I was thinking it was like a horror movie or something. Into no, the Woods it's like a, it's a like... musical. It's like a fairy tale musical. Oh, I don't want to watch what it's that supposed shit. to be, but it is so bad. I don't want to watch a fairy tale musical. We left the movie theaters. It was so bad. Oh, was it? It, went it was to... a very big movie. Like, it was really big. When the fuck did this happen? The chick from A Quiet Place was in it. When the fuck did this movie come out? A few years ago, maybe. It's not that old. I never even heard of this. I don't even. I mean, I don't know good. why I'm so interested. I'm not going to watch it. I, I, I don't keep know. Going. You shouldn't keep watch going. it. It was awful. Just keep going, dude. The last place is the Melonheads of Kirtland, Ohio. There are several origin stories of the Melonheads in Kirtland. One of the few origin stories in Ohio depicts an evil man known as Doctor Crow, as mentioned earlier. Doctor Crow. Lived in a secluded house on Windsor Road in Kirtland, Ohio. Yes. Ohio, that's the scary part. The Ohio part. It's oh, it's terrifying. I hate Ohio. Oh, everyone does. An eastern <laughs> suburb of Cleveland. <laughs> I like how my hatred comes <laughs> from a dude that left our first negative review. <laughs> <laughs> this is how things work. Yep. Okay. Some say he was married and that his wife was unable to have children. Other accounts say that the crows, crows. had a family, or had a child, not a family, a child, who suffered from hydrocephalus, water of the brain, water herpes, which caused the youngster to be severely disfigured. Dr. Crow! May have been a real doctor. 
Oh, oh no, may not have been. I read that wrong. Yeah, yeah, well, you shit. You know, I'm gonna add like, spook- like I'm really gonna up our game in this podcast. Like, I'm gonna start adding like spooky music to go in the background. Like, as I'm talking, like there's probably gonna be some crazy spooky shit. It's just not matching the tone whatsoever. <laughs> or he may have been stripped of his medical license. I mean, in that case, technically, he was a real doctor, though. But that didn't stop him from his work. He was said to be the guardian of a number of orphan children. Or perhaps he was the staff physician. Although there are no records of any orphanage ever being in the area. In either case, the children... the, The children... The children became the victims of his macabre? Macabre? Macabre. Macabre. It's, no, it's just macabre. Macabre. Medical practice. I hate you, dude. <laughs> I worked on this goddamn script. That's what I'm here for. No one asked. <laughs> Possibly you know in an no, attempt here on out, to help his own children. Hold on, pause. Or maybe. We are going to study the script for here on out because of you. Why would we do that? I, I, you know what? Fuck it. We're just raw dog in life. <laughs> Possibly in an attempt to help his own children. Or maybe in some sort of quest for a cure, Dr. Crow performed experiments on the children. Horrific, painful experiments, including injecting fluid into their heads. Then repeated treatments caused the malformations that gave the children their terrifying appearance. The melon heads. Also spelled melon, melon heads. As they were called, we're docile, or were docile. They're docile, people. They're docile. Yeah. Helpless victims of the madman's strange fascinations. I don't know why, but Dr. Crow reminds me of Moira. Moi, Moira? Moira? Moira from uh, Schitt's Creek. Oh, yeah. Because she plays the crow woman. Yeah. I don't know why, but that's immediately where my head goes. But anywho. Mine didn't, but now it does. Thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. Years passed in Dr. Crow. Insanity raged. Oh, his, his insanity raged. Yeah. I shouldn't have done the voice. They fucked it up. The escalating evil spilled out from doctor to patient. The children, those who survived, (gasps) went mad in an unexpected act of in an unexpected act of revolt. The melon heads attacked Crow, taking vengeance vengeance in a most violent manner. The doctor died at the hands of his children, who were now free from collective captivity. The Melonheads set fire to the doctor's house and laboratory. I hope it wasn't like Dexter's. Nah. That would be upsetting. That'd be a big burn. Big old burn. It would. Destroying any and all records of the non-sanctioned experiments and deplorable abuse, they were free. But where could they go? Where could they go? I don't know, but see, like... We're going to find out. In the next episode of Dragon Ball Z. (laughs) The only home they had ever known was gone. 
as was the only adult they ever had to deal with. The Melonheads took to the woods. Into the woods, into the woods. An awful movie, but now it's stuck in my head. Because uh, well. that's the only fucking song they sing. <laughs> what can we do? <laughs> it's horrible. Like, I wish I could go back in time and just like shoot myself in the leg and be like, you can't go see this movie. <laughs> go see You'll thank me later. Why don't you just go back in time and go, hey, don't, don't nope. go to the movie? No, nope, I have to make a point. Be like, this movie is so bad, I have to shoot that you'll, you. That you'll take a bullet to the leg? Uh, it, that's how bad it was. Okay, I'm gonna take you your word for it. You just need to understand how bad this movie was. I believe you. Hiding together, scared, angry, seeking shelter and food wherever they could find it. They had no ability or desire to communicate with the outside world. Once again, they were alone. Another version of the story paints quite a different picture of Dr. Crow instead of the mad scientist inflicting abhorrent abuse on orphans Crow was a gentle loving man seeking only to help children suffering from water aids (laughs) maybe because of his personal history maybe out of the goodness of his heart (laughs) Crow took a stop laughing. I can't help it. You just said water aids like so nonchalantly, like it's a part of everyday conversation. Crow took in dozens of orphaned, abandoned, and unwanted children, giving them a safe and secure place to call home. The melon heads, as the ignorant neighbors called them, loved the good doctor. They loved him. They loved him so much. So, so much. And then they murdered him. Jesus Christ. (laughs) No, I don't think he was there. He was like a father who gave them unconditional love and acceptance. It's beautiful. In his secluded hideaway on Wisner Road, Dr. Crow cared for the unfortunate children, shielding them from the cruelty of the outside world. All was well for the unusual family. Until the aging Dr. Crow suddenly died of natural causes. But did he? Dun, dun, dun. Where's the proof? The proof is Was in the pudding. Was there a smiley face? It's in the pudding. Oh, I do like pudding. Mm. Now, upset and frightened, with no one to care for them, no one to feed or clothe them, the melon heads became enraged. Jesus Christ, man. Hold on. <laughs> Let me, turning down my headset. <laughs> they set fire to the house, burned Dr. Crow's buddy, and fled to the woods. They took their anger out on anyone across their paths. Because fuck them, that's why. God damn it, dude. I still have headsets on. <laughs> the locals knew to stay far away from old Crow property. But others' curiosity... Seeker, but other curiosity seekers went looking for trouble. Bits they just told you not to. Yeah. Here is where the two versions concur. An encounter with the melon heads always results in terror. As the years passed, the melon heads grew. The ones who survived reproduced, creating more deformed offspring. 
the insanity passes well as the physical characteristics. The Melonheads guarded their territory from outsiders. They were blamed for numerous attacks and some kidnappings. Some accounts say they stole livestock, pets, even children, using them as a food source. Cannibalism was not out of the question in desperate times. If you haven't noticed, Ohio has a lot of lore on this. The other areas, there's a good bit. Don't get me wrong. But now we're going to get into some first-hand experiences with the Melonheads. This is something I found in an article of the Melonheads that I feel like it's the beginning of a horror movie. Oh. So this person wrote, Last year, me and some of my friends at Hope College decided we wanted to go to Allegan County Woods in the Hamilton in search of the Melonheads. On our first night there, we went back on a path for about a mile and came to an opening where there seemed to be a foundation of a building still there. But the building was gone. On the walk back to the opening, there was a sign hanging over the path, but it was too faded to make out what the wording was. On the first night, we did not experience anything too out of the ordinary that we didn't think we couldn't explain by animals or other sort. We went back the next night and it was raining mixed with some lightning. Me and two other guys were leading the group down the path, and about half a mile into our walk, there was a lightning flash, and all three of us saw the exact same figure of a human about four and a half feet tall with an abnormally large head standing in the middle of the clearing that we had gone to the night before. We three kind of slowed down for a minute, and the next thing we knew, we heard a huge crash in the woods to the left of us. We immediately turned and ran back to the cars. That is kind of scary to me. If I like, what the fuck was the crash? I don't know. They didn't explain, but like, all I know is they were walking, didn't see shit in front of them. Lightning struck, melonhead. That's what happens. Water herpes gives you superpowers. The next one actually dates back to the '80s of someone's experience with the melonheads, and has become its own bit of lore. And I love this story. I called you about this one when I first heard about it. I'm excited. Back in the 1980s, a group of girls from Notre Dame High School in Fairfield decided to drive around after a Friday night football game. They piled into a blue Granada, it's a car, I guess, and ended up in the Velvet in Velvet Street in uh, Trumbull. I don't know where the fuck that is, uh, where they looked for the Melonheads. The girls parked the car, leaving the headlights on, and ventured into the woods. After they walked a couple hundred feet, they heard the car door slam. Then the engine started, and the car headed towards them. (laughs) They could see the figures inside, the size of children, even though they had large heads, rags for clothes, and an orange glow in their eyes. These fuckers stole their car. Yeah, they went GTA on their ass. I imagine a bunch of like melon heads just flip them off like fuck you. <laughs> like, this is How it. awesome would it be if they made a melon head game? I would love that. I would fucking Where you love just that get game. to it's like destroy humans but you play as a melon head. And you're in the woods and there's like campers and you're like hey, hey, yeah, and you can heads. just fuck with people. And like as oh, you're moving you great. can actually your head like wobbles a little bit. <laughs> I would play the fuck out of this. I would love that shit, dude. <laughs> and I got another story that we could add to the game. Uh, I didn't add it in here. Um, I'll let you guys know what it is. What is later talked about is that the blue Granada is seen to this day with the melon heads driving the stolen vehicle. So this is another story, but it dates to the mid-60s. Local authorities deny the existence, local authorities deny the existence of melon heads. 
We heard a different version of Melonhead's story growing up. Some kids were driving around one day and saw a Melonhead watching them from the side of the country road. They stopped and the Melonhead ran into the woods. They followed deep into the woods and came to an old farmhouse. On the porch sat a middle-aged couple and several Melonheads. The kids asked what was going on and the man explained that he had been a nuclear scientist during World War II. After the war, he married, but the exposure to radiation caused all his children to be born as Melonheads. The government gave him a lot of money to keep quiet and bought this secluded farmhouse where they could live out the rest of their lives from prying eyes. They asked the kids to tell no one what they'd seen and never to return. See, I'll give my opinion about this one in a minute. Someone told the story at a party in the summer of 1964. Someone else thought they knew where the Melonheads lived, so they all crammed into the cars and headed out to find them. Because why not? Why the fuck not? Let's go look at deformed children on a, on a Saturday. We got stopped by the police in Water Hill. When they found out where we were going, they gave us a stern lecture that there were no such things and that we should tell our friends that there are no such thing as Melonheads. We were taken to the police station where we had to call our parents to come and get us. A bit harsh. A bit fucking harsh, but all right. We all agreed that the police were so intense in trying to convince us that there were no melon heads that there had to be melon heads. If not, why were the police so upset that we were looking for them? And this is from Paul. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give my opinion on this one. I think this one is horseshit because if a dude is paid to keep quiet about his radiated melon headed kids in the woods, one... I don't want to sound like a dick by this, but he'd probably keep those kids under lock and fucking key in the basement. <laughs> and two, if no someone way. came like, what are these fucking kids doing here? He'd be like, mind your business. Get the fuck out of here. Because if the government gave him a lot of money to keep quiet and he or took that money. Because then the government's going to cover it up anyways. Yeah. And also, I don't think the cops, I don't think the cops would like take you to the station to like, to tell you that there's no such thing as melon heads. So, Paul, I'm sorry. I think you're full of shit. I mean, or the story is full of... I don't think Paul's full of shit. Paul said he grew up learning the story, but I, this story is obviously full of shit. Ditch... I actually love this one, dude. I call this one, like, the Forrest Gump story. Ditched Melonhead Along Roadside. That's the title. My name is Tony. And I recently had an experience with the Melonheads. It was on October 5th, 2001. That's not a recent experience, by the way, Tony. My stepfather, mom, stepbrother, and me were driving down Chickalothy Road. Might be misspelled. And uh, Chardon. We went driving up and down the roads in the same area for almost an hour with no luck. We were just about to go home when we came up to this stretch of road that had fields on both sides and an irrigation ditch running parallel with each side of the road. Just then, I looked out my window and I saw him, a melon head. He or it was running along the next to the ditch. Since the ditch was too wide to jump over, it was coming close like it was about to jump, then pulling away. He was keeping up and at the same time, we were going around 45 to 50 miles per hour. The Melonhead was actually keeping up with us. <laughs> it didn't look like anything I've ever heard in the stories. He looked about the same height as me, 5'7", short king, wearing brown pants, which were very ripped up, and were the and where the seams would be, it was held together by what looked like corn husks. Yeah. It wore a white shirt with brown and red stains all over it, probably shit and blood, hoping that the red stains weren't blood. Oh, he actually had a hope. hope it wasn't blood. It was blood. <laughs> you don't get red stains in the woods. Just you don't run across red paint. Its head was a very light brown tint. 
It had two holes on the side of its head, which were thought to be ears. Its head was swollen, and its eyes are very big looking. Just as we turned a curve, it jumped into the woods. That is my story of the melon heads. Dony. Um, so what I imagine, you, what, what is that scene? What is that movie um, where it, it's by Jordan Peele? Where they they have people and they brainwash them and they put other people, like download them into their head and the guy's just like running. Oh, get out. Get out. So I'm imagining. I haven't like, watched that movie, but dude, I, I know yeah. the part from the trailer where he's just running. <laughs> I'm imagining. So that's like, a spoiler. My bad. That scene of the melon head just like, just fucking getting it <laughs> and just immediately turning. I would pay to see that. I would love to see that. So those are all the personal experiences that we have that we found on the internet. However, there's one last story that I'm going to speak off the cup here. Uh, off the cuff. Oh. Is that off the cuff? I'm going to speak from the brain here. Right? I'm going to try to remember what I heard from Do the... Do you have water brain? I might have water brain. <gasps> water herpes. God damn it, dude. <laughs> what happened was there were these kids. They went out into the woods. They, had, they drove up. Probably in an SUV because if they're driving to the woods, most likely have an SUV. I'm just saying that's the vehicle of choice I would have. And they're like, we're going to go look for some fucking melon heads. They get out and they find almost immediately dead animals everywhere. They keep furthering off into the woods and they find a tent. But not just normal tent. It was made out of like animal skin and hide. And there was oh. dead animals all around it. Oh. They started to freak the fuck out a little bit. And they're like, this is weird. So they turn back little. around. And then they're going to keep on walking. But they're like, which to me, I would not have kept on walking. I would have been like, let's, yeah, let's reverse, Terry. Let's get out of here. <laughs> reverse, Terry. <laughs> reverse, Terry. So they turned, right? And they look down the path. And they see a small little melon head. Oh. You know, peeking out. And they're like, oh, fuck, that's a melon head. And they turn again. And they see a bigger one. You know, oh. like a stute one. Huge. <laughs> And they're like, you know, fuck this. And they get back in the car. And they start to speed away. And as they're speeding away, a cop pulls them over. And is like, why the fuck are you kids driving so fast? And they're like, there's a goddamn melon head (laughs) over there, over yonder. And the cop's like, you're full of shit. You're yanking my chain. And as soon as they're having that conversation, a rock comes out of nowhere and bashes the cop in the head. Oh, shit. Cop goes down. Bigger melon head starts hatcheting off the cop's limbs. What the fuck? Yeah, like fucking batshit crazy, living in the woods, cannibalized insanity. Cutting off the limbs. The kids fucking leave him, which, good call, kids. Very good call. I don't know. I think I would try to save him. What, did you hit him with the door? Well, fuck I mean, that, I'm going to have a gun. A melon head. I don't, I'm going to fucking shoot him. I'm going to take one shot. I'm going to see what happens. If he takes the bullet like a champ, I'm going to be like, sorry, man, you got to die. If- <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm out. <laughs> that shouldn't do, do anything. I'm out, man. If, like, if me and you were out venturing looking for this shit, we'd both have like a gun. Or well, like, yeah. yeah, I'd at least have like a K-bar and you'd have a fucking gun. And if there's anything that remotely looks like a melon head, I don't even care if it's someone dressed up as a melon head. Um, shit's getting shot. So, but these are kids. They have a car. They decide to bail. And then 
they f- then saw the next day, which I find this kind of weird. They didn't call it into the police. Uh, the cop was found dead, and there was a news article attached to it. Well, I mean, no one's going to believe them, so then I, they're going to be suspect. Well, just lie one. a little bit. Like, dude, we were in the woods, and we saw a guy murdering a cop. And I would explain exactly where it was. I wouldn't say, hey, it's a fucking melon head. I would describe the man with looking like dog shit, like he's homeless, living in the woods. You don't have to be like, he's a fucking melon head. Lie a little bit or dilute the story just to get the people out there to solve the problem. That, that to me, okay lie. That is an okay lie to do. But yeah, that's all we have. That's, that's melon heads. Look at that. This was so much easier on my Dude. brain. The research <laughs> and then have Colton read all that research. So, it was great. It was great. How do you feel about Melonheads? I feel wonderful. You feel wonderful? Yeah. Wonderful. Well, are we going to go hunting for Melonheads one day? Um, why would I mean, I don't think we I'm should. Not hunt hunting, them. not hunting, looking. Oh, fuck yeah. We'll go look for Melonheads. Yeah, I'm not going to go out and like yeah, hunt. We need you to get us more followers, so like we can literally just go look for these things as our job. Yeah, that would it, be great. We do have a Patreon. We're not really going to plug. That's on the website. If you want to go to the dwellerarchives.com. There's nothing there yet. What do you mean? There's nothing on the website. <laughs> yet. We have stuff on the website. Yet. Not on our Patreon. Oh, yeah, we do. Oh. I've been uploading shit. I've been talking about my damn day on there. I'm wrong, guys. Um... So, yeah, definitely check out the website if you want to subscribe to the Patreon. Um, we're going to be re- reworking that and give it a little look-see. Join the Discord, guys. It's a super the happy, dick fun... The Dick Sword. The Dick Sword. Super happy, fun place. We have uh, a couple of episodes planned with some good-ass content coming at you to to bless your ears on Wednesdays at 5 a.m. is the upload time. I'm not going to be Maybe uploading it myself. Demons? Some demons. Some demons. We do have some Maybe demons some coming demons. up. Are you excited for your demon episode? I am excited. I bet you I'm are. stoked. And then episode 20, a big surprise. I am very excited for episode 20. And then that's going to be like the... Honestly, dude, episode 20 this is going to be a good mile marker. And I think the next celebratory episode is at episode 50. But somewhere in between there, we will have a drunk episode. Yes, we will. There is a certain... We are very excited for that. Because what we're talking about, you have to be drunk. Yes. Yes, you do. Definitely check us out, guys, on Twitter, Instagram, and our website, Dweller Archives. All right, look us up. It's, yes, uh, come, come. Come, come. We are growing every day. We are growing on Good Pods. If you haven't checked out Good Pods, it is an app for podcasters. It's like a social media network. Definitely check that out. I highly recommend it. But yeah, guys, that's the episode. We have no plug. However, once again, if you have something that you want us to plug, whether it's your band or your music, send it to us, dwellerarchives at gmail.com. If you have a personal experience you would like to share that we can or read at the beginning. Or theory, yes, or theory about a previous episode or just a, a listener or like a, a dweller listen thing. We, we don't yeah. have a fucking name for it yet because we we've only had two. So it's okay. Or us. what you want us to cover. Yeah. Give you us recommendations. Be like Lake Lanier. That was easy. You, Blank wanted us to cover. Lake Lanier. Like so said blank and then you said his name. I don't know, dude. I just... I mean, <laughs> <laughs> He wants us to cover Lake Lanier, so we're going to do it. All right, guys? But that's we the is episode. doing it. Bye.